0: Thanks for joining me on 2-H Sojourner for another episode. Again, Technical Tuesdays. Yeah. Thanks for joining us again on 2-H Sojourner. Again, technical Tuesday. More linguistics, more word. I know we're not really getting down to linguistics, linguistics, but uh, we're in the realm of language. We want to think about uh, the technicality of what that means. And and uh, I've got Cody with me again. Uh, Say what's up, Cody? What's up? Uh, How you doing, bro? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. You you just uh, take. Are you drinking a beer? No. Okay, it's just it's taking so long to answer me. I'm like wondering is that is that a Zoom thing or are you just sort of like nodding off and sleeping? Or? No, I would I would say it's a te- technological thing. A technological thing. Awesome. That's fine as long as it's not a technical Tuesday issue. Um, no, hey, no, so no. Never. we we said last time that uh, God created man and gave him this gift of language and uh, and really the fact that he reveals himself. Um, to man through the word, the fact that we still have access uh, to God through the word, or at least to the revelation of who God is through the word. Um, it's so profound. It lifts our understanding of, of the Bible to where it should be, uh, the importance of language to where it should be. We, we said we needed to become like bookish people. Uh, maybe the next thing to think about, though, as you just consider that storyline uh, of scripture is the way that, um, you mentioned the other day um, when God comes and judges man at the tower of Babel for his unity in this language it 's interesting that you have a whole bunch of languages spring forth from that that basically form the foundation for you know everything we know today and I know we often talk about this you 've got the the shemite uh, Semitic uh, roots and and all sorts of crazy uh, interesting things in the uh, in the European deal. And, um, and so we, you know, we have this profound reality that we call linguistics or, or just languages, um, coming from an act of God again. Uh, what, I mean, what have you thought about that? I mean, like God essentially created those languages as well as the first language idea that that, that he gave to Adam.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's really interesting. We, um, back in, back at university, we used to talk about some of the stuff and we would ask our professors, um, they, I mean, I'm, um, I'm out of touch with the, like, academy, obviously, cause I haven't been there for a while, but like, um, the language that was used to describe some of the stuff, um, people actually referred to Adam. Um, you know, they're not talking about like a, um, yeah. a, a, an actual person, uh-huh. um, they're talking about this idea of like where language started, yeah. Um, and then, and then there was a lot of discussion around like where did all these diverse languages suddenly come from? Um, again, I don't know a lot of the detail around it, but um, as far as I do remember, um, you know, like good discussion and and a lot of question marks around like languages suddenly appearing that appeared right. to have like no relation to other languages that were um you know not nearby but in the vicinity of like what's called the cradle of civilization I guess right, like, right. and um and like Egypt and stuff like that so so yeah there, there are there are question marks and you know there's probably like um good attempts to answer those questions outside of like a uh Christian context or or like a religious context but like um yeah it is it's stuff that I've been thinking a lot like years prior to even like hearing these texts preached. Um, So yeah, it's something I'm still massively interested in.
0: Yeah, certainly. I know um, if I'm not mistaken, I think um, Klein speaks of Babel as a kind of localized episode of what was happening all throughout the world. Uh, rather than the issue that then you know sparks off all languages, and I know there's a little bit of play there, and uh, I'm not I'm not too clued up on the details, but I think I think we'd be right in saying that at that point, it's not like you know sounds then evolved slowly into different languages. It's it's that there was this intervention of God at that point, and um, and as a result, you have differing languages. Um, you know, again, quite miraculous, and and even as we think about the whole um, that you mentioned earlier as well. Um, the, 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 significance of Pentecost and God reversing the judgment upon Babel so that people can once again, uh, focus not on the, the, the mountain that they were building or, or the, the stairway to access heaven, but the true stairway, Jesus Christ. And, uh, they could, they could see with one vision, so to speak, this, this way that God had made open. Isn't it amazing that at that point you have of all the things in the world, God gives the sign of languages again. I, I mean, that's mm. mind blowing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, bringing the story full circle. Yeah. Bring full circle. And also, just again, lifting, lifting our thoughts about the concept of communication and language. I mean, it's just it's right, such yeah. a spiritual deal (laughs) all throughout Mm -hmm. you've got you've got god you know just weaving language right into the middle of it all it's it's really amazing even and of course let's not leave out the fact that you know you've got the the logos um (laughs) jesus being the revealed logos the word um it it is quite amazing and it's just if, if nothing else not trying to solve the mysteries of the universe here but if nothing else it's just helpful for us to again think outside our normal humdrum thoughts about this thing that we take for granted um and and just again just appreciate what it is that we've been given in words and language and the revelation of jesus as the very uh, uh revelation of god uh, it's totally amazing any thoughts there yeah no no i'm um, no additional thought that's great yeah yeah totally I, I think I did mention uh, maybe a, one or two episodes ago that um, I don't think that uh, you could, you could necessarily, I know, for example, they've been uh, right throughout the ages, there've been various views on what it is exactly about Adam and Eve, that God, you know, that, that, that showed forth the image of God in them. Uh, certainly I know that many have focused on the, the, the reality of man's ability to reason uh, his, his, um, perhaps his uh, his ability to speak and interact with other human beings in ways that are different. And, and, and you know, there are all sorts of things that people have said. Um, I, I think one of the things we must say is that, man, could you hear my... Oh, boy, there goes my um, notification. Are you hearing that notification, Cody, by the way? I, I did hear that, yeah. Uh, okay. That's very unprofessional of me. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah. I'm, in fact, like, I, I think I'm horrified. just... Yeah. I know, seriously, that is just like... If you want to, if you want to start a terrible podcast, apparently you leave on your um, notifications. So I do that every time. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe, um, Joe Thorn does that a lot as well. Does he? Okay, well, so. everything. If Joe does it, it's yeah. fine. Everything's cool. Um, yeah. So, but you know, the thing about we must admit, or we must concede to, I think or must agree upon, is that the the very heart of what it means to be. um created in God's image is our ability to commune with him. Uh, we have been, and, and this is where the covenant comes in, and this is where uh, it intersects mm-hmm. with a lot, we would say, about covenant theology. But if you think about our ability to enter into a covenant with God, is almost a, a synonymous way of saying our ability to enter into a relationship, a communion with God, a uh, speaking term, and him speaking, Revealing himself to us through words, again, what do you have? I mean, if covenant is the central theme of Scripture, it just shows you the place of words. I mean, what makes a what makes a covenant? But by the the Word of God and our uh, response to that, and um, you know, again, you have something that's just so amazingly at the center of it all. Um, I I just I think it's helpful um, to spend a little bit of time on that just as we, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to be talking a lot about covenant theology in these episodes. And, um, and I think, uh, you know, I want to try and wrap up as, as or wrap into that covenant story as many little angles as I can. and and so language and uh, any discipline, uh, of studying languages or comparing languages, uh, I, I, I would I would like to see as as part of that as a central part of that, not just because I've got some weird linguistic uh, kind of fetish, but because of this this place it has in in the way that God has chosen to deal with us. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no, of course. and my um, you know
1: Klein obviously did a lot of work into um, like ancient. Uh, ancient treaties and ancient Near Eastern treaties and stuff like that, like a lot of, um, Um, I guess, I mean, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but like a lot of my understanding is that a lot of his understanding of the biblical covenants comes from covenants that were, um, you know, in the region at similar times. And obviously these are all in different languages, but they follow the same structure of like, yes, um, of stipulations and sanctions and, um, yeah, language, speech wow. and words matter.
0: Yeah, okay. definitely. Totally. So next time you're just sort of uh, going about your your daily activities, or you're uh, thinking about wh- the way people speak when they do certain things, or uh, the next time you talk to your wife, or you uh, talk to your child, or the next time you have an inner thought process, or you speak to yourself, uh, the next time you're in the Word and you're considering the the, the way in which God puts something forward, let all of these moments. Uh, bring your thoughts to the central role of language in, in our whole in this whole great big picture that God has painted for us and and it shows you something about God God speaks uh, there is a great uh book written by um uh what is the the counseling guy the guy who wrote um oh, man I no the other guy. Um, Take portrait. Take portrait. Portrait see the paul trip i think it was paul trip who wrote war of uh, words and yeah uh, that's paul Tripp. Yeah. is that paul Tripp? Yeah. and he um yeah. he opens up his book with just this this glorious biblical theology of Mm -hmm. of words. Um, Just again, you know, I I love that because he's talking about words in context of disagreement and, you know, all that nasty stuff that we really, I don't know, just don't necessarily have a natural inclination to want to think about and how to forgive people and how to understand them better and how to just, you know, get over relational difficulties. I mean, this is exactly what we're doing. We're saying, uh, as as Tripp does in that book, make your starting point an understanding of the power and importance of words and move downwards from that. Because all of a sudden, you'll find that where you lack motivation to speak well or to uh, speak kindly or to um, hear what someone else is actually saying to you, uh, all of a sudden you find yourself very, very keen to do those things because, wow, this is another person made in the image of God communicating to me. The only reason I can even... Uh, engage with this is because God created me in his image. And the reason for that is because God created us for communion with him. And it's just, it's amazing. It blows my mind every time I think about it. So I'm hoping to just throw that out there. Now uh, to close off, what we need to do, Cody, is our assignment is we have to come up with client jokes. All right. And mm-hmm. uh, they need to follow basic Chuck Norris joke uh, characterization so you know here's example uh let's think about one for chuck norris all right chuck chuck norris did a push-up what happened Uh, he moved the earth he moved the earth down yeah that's good uh chuck norris um got bitten by a rattlesnake what happened the rattlesnake died all right we got it so uh (laughs) let's think of one for meredith klein uh meredith klein wanted to study language what did he do
1: um, no, wait, he created wait, wait, his own language. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's blasphemy. And uh, I'm not doing that too far, too far. All right, yeah, a better, better question. Um, yeah. What, did, what did Klein do when he wanted to learn Hebrew? Uh, he moved to Israel and debated the rabbis for seventeen years. Crazy. Oh wow, that was excellent. Yeah. Which uh, is we'll keep yeah. thinking about that. And,
1: that's not really a joke, though. That was it's,
0: it's a joke yeah. to me. I enjoyed it. Oh, okay. It was it was great. Yeah, yeah. Okay, join us for more. I'm um. Yeah. Okay. What? Well, well, no, go ahead. You just messed my wrap up up. Go. Go for it.
1: Uh, Were you wrapping up? I was, I was wrapping say, up. I'm, just I'm, right in. I'm, Yeah. No. Well, I was going to say I'm inclined to disagree, but that's
0: pretty oh, long. So, a little bit yeah. of uh, inclination. Oh boy. All right, that's enough for today. Join us next time. 2H Surgeon.